Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Oh, sometimes uh, we have to litigate pizza preferences on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. And uh, when we do that, we must convene Pizza's Court. Mamma mia! My Talk and Team Cobra present. The best pizza night ever. That was the worst pizza I ever had. The Pizza's Court. Pizza? Where's pizza? Where pizza's judged. Mmm. In court. <laughs> Get it? Pizza's Court? <laughs> um, do, do I have to say this? Uh, yes. <sighs> With the Honorable Judge Topner presiding. <laughs> <sighs> Somebody hit the audible eye roll for me, Will. Oh, jeez. All right. We really got to do this more often. Pizza's Court is back in session after a dusty old, uh, far too long period of time. Um, We have to talk about pizza today, specifically because COVID-19 is killing pepperoni. It's so rude. Right? So I didn't know this, but of the COVID-related food shortages that are out there in the world, pepperoni is becoming increasingly hard to purchase. And there's actually a number of reasons for why it's specifically this pizza topping. But that got us on the uh, the conversation of like, okay, well, if not pepperoni, what's the one topping you're putting on your pizza? Mm-hmm. 651-641-1071. And um, feel free to jump on in there, Grant, if we've got callers. But we do have one, but I'll let you do your explanation first. And then I think we can take the callers. Perfect. Awesome. Cool. Pepperoni, perfect. No, no, no anyway. Nope. According to <laughs> Bloomberg, pepperoni is becoming increasingly hard to purchase because, well, economic collapse, rampant pandemic, mm-hmm. all of those things are true. Thanks for the reminder. You're welcome. <laughs> but that that also has led to people ordering more pizzas, right? Because right. people are at home more, they're doing takeout more, delivery, etc. And pizza is like the perfect meal because you have all uh, the food groups uh, represented. Uh, pizza, you guys. So good. The only food that has brought me pleasure in the last six months um, from a delivery or takeout experience, pizza. More on that later. But um, also, because wholesale prices are rising and the production of pepperoni is decreasing. Now, I found this particularly interesting, but this has to do with the fact that a lot of people are like, it is very labor intensive and you get a very low profit margin for pepperoni. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people are like, screw that. We don't have time. We need to streamline our operations in this moment. And we are just not putting forth the effort with pepperoni. So all of this is adding insult to injury raising the cost of pepperoni, leading some people to not only just not offer it, but also those who are offering it are having to pay out of pocket even more for it, which is just creating a pepperoni nightmare for those of us who love, you know, a pie full of the salty, meaty mm. chips mm-hmm. we love is pepperoni. Mm-hmm. Let's Should we go to the phones yeah. and, and get uh, some? So if not pepperoni, then what? 
to top your pizza. 651-641-1071. Who do we have on the line, Grant? All right, we got Jack from Duluth right now. Hi, Jack. Hey, Jack. Jack, if you can't have pepperoni on your pizza, what do you got to have? Well, I I love Canadian bacon because I, I love the Great Great North, but I'm thinking of sprinkling... Um, Metamucil, I need more, more fiber. <laughs> okay. Bradley endorses I that. I love fiber, but I don't think you need to put that on pizza, Jack. Maybe <laughs> put right. it in the pizza crust. All right. All right. <laughs> Thanks for your call, Jack. Isn't Canadian bacon just ham? Yes. Yeah. Why do we call it Canadian bacon? I don't know. Okay, because... I'm sorry. We don't have time to deal with my issues around ham I do want to say, though, that I ham. 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 I do find ham to be um, inappropriate for pizza toppings. Wow. Unless, wait for it, mm-hmm. unless that is the only meat product you are putting on your pizza. You can't okay. mix the ham because with other meats. Because when you meats. mix meats with ham, mm-hmm. everything tastes hammy. like ham. It's hammy. Great. Can I? It also takes up a lot of spatial area. Mm. True. Because it's so flat. And floppy. Can I tell you what I think is a disaster on pizza? By all means. So I know we're supposed to be talking about what we do want on pizza, but it's more fun for me to point out. I don't get off your chest. I hamburger is dumb on pizza. Okay. I I like hamburger if it's like part of a cheeseburger pizza. Right. It has to be with other like it has to be enhanced. But just like nobody gets just a hamburger pizza. That's silly. Yeah. You need your meat to give you a little kick in the pants, you know? (laughs) I mean, I agree. Well, do you guys want to see what Abby has to see for her? I would love that. All right, let's see Thanks, what Abby Grant. has for her potential. Hi, Abby. If not pepperoni, then what on your pizza? It's turkey pepperoni. Oh, she's got the workaround. Well, Hormel and whatever Target's current house brand is has turkey pepperoni, and it's excellent it's Mm. less fat and it really tastes as good but it isn't like as greasy it doesn't when it you know turns into a little cup it doesn't provide like a bird bath full of grease (laughs) i love that i love the image of a bird bath of grease sadly i want to bathe in that i want to roll around in that thank you for your call abby the turkey pepperoni i say it i Say it. Say what's on your heart. I don't. I don't. Space. I want Abby to have all the turkey pepperoni. I I do not like turkey meat substitutes. Well, turkey bacon is like turkey a bacon fallacy. and turkey. Yeah, turkey bacon is a lie. The lie detector has determined <laughs> yeah. that is a lie. Yep. That's just mm-hmm. bacon shaped turkey That's meat. That's just trying to make yourself feel better. Is what that is. And and guess what? When you put it in your mouth, you're not going to feel better. Nope. You're, You're going to feel nope. bitter. It's a tease. <laughs> it's totally also, bitter, not better. I do just want to throw this on the table. No pun intended. Turkey, like, turkey doesn't go anywhere near pizza. No. Like, you never get turkey on your pizza. Yeah. Nope. nope. Like, that's not even on offer. Yeah. So. No, I fully agree. I love turkey. Don't get me wrong. I used to eat it almost every day during the week mm-hmm. um, when I was a little more conscious about what I was bringing for lunch every day. Um, so I love turkey, but I like turkey. Right. Turkey's not a topping though. Correct. Nope. Turkey's a standalone. Yeah, it's not a it's not a pizza meat. You know that you can always count on us for food I, chat on the Colleen and Bradley yeah, show. Yeah. We got one more if we want to get her in. Let's it, do it. All right. Let's talk to Bev real quick here. Hi Bev. Ooh. Bev, if not pepperoni, what do you want on your pizza? Sausage. I'm with you. 
I'm a classic sausage I do girl. Like sausage. I like a nice spicy <laughs> Italian sausage. Yeah, I like a lot of it on its own. Oh, yeah. Okay. No, don't skimp on the sausage for Bev. Bev wants all that sausage. Give, yeah, extra. I'm with you. I'm with you, Bev. Thank you all for right, your Bev. call. See, that's my real true. That's my true answer. Can I tell you the Just underrated the pe- uh, pizza topping? topping? Yeah. That I have fallen more and more love with over time. What? Meatballs. Oh. If there are meatballs oh, yeah. on a pizza menu uh, as a topping, I will get it. Uh, what? Like I didn't even think about oh, that. It's so good. Oh. Bradley, okay. I got one question for you. Have you heard of the shakaroni pizza? What's a shakaroni? So Papa John's has this thing going right now, and they've been doing it for about a month or so, and it's this big promo. It's shakaroni, and it's a pizza where the pepperoni, there's so much pepperoni, it goes over the crust. So I'm wondering if this is going to have a, they've been pumping this promotion for at least a month now. It's it's, it's a deal with Shaquille O'Neal, so it's a oh. really big, big pizza, and it's called a shakaroni pizza. And I wonder if this is going to have an effect on how You're they right. do that. I bet that could affect the um, the, out, the the promotion yeah. or whatever. But if yeah, you're a big they're going to lay off the, the shakaroni pizza. <laughs> I know, but I figured you might have had it since you're such a pepperoni no, fan. I, I have not. To be fair, I haven't had a Papa John's pizza in quite a while. Can but. you, Bradley, just because I know you didn't get to say it, and I think you need to give them some love, the pizza that you've been dreaming about, oh, that I'm you've telling got Holly you, and me dreaming about? You guys need to do this. If you've never, and Grant, I don't know if you've ever had Beluto. So it's in Minneapolis, South Minneapolis. Literally the best takeout pizza I've had, and I think almost I can say ever. Boluto. Boludo with a D. D O L U D O in (sighs) South Minneapolis, off like 38th and Nicollet. He will, um, you might, like, if you. If you hear Bradley talking about this pizza, you might need to use protection because it what? is. I'm just saying it is so. You mean like a face mask? No, like so sexy. It's sexy oh, pizza. Oh. Mm. Yeah, that pizza will make you pregnant. It might. Oh. It might. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to try it now. Exactly. Yeah. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley <laughs> show. I don't know what we just said, but it's really good pizza. <laughs> when we come I want to be really clear. That is a compliment. Yeah, that's a compliment. All of a sudden, Baluto's like, could you not? We're going to need a cease and desist on that. Somebody said I'm going to get pregnant. No, it's just real good. All right. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we have to check in with Ghislaine Maxwell. How's she doing over there in prison? We'll talk about it after this on My Talk 107.1. Okay. We have to check in on Ghislaine Maxwell. She Mm. is in the clink. And uh, we don't really, we're not concerned about her in the sense that, you know, we want things to be better for her. We're just concerned with what's going on with her on the Colleen and Bradley show. My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Yeah, you know, it's been a while since we've checked in on Ghislaine Maxwell, the right hand lady to one now deceased Jeffrey Epstein, convicted pedophile and sexual uh, sex traffic ring operator. Um, most recently, we heard about her, quote, uniquely onerous conditions in mm. jail. She's at the Metropolitan Detention Center in Brooklyn, awaiting trial. And her trial is not happening until next year, by the way. And she does not have bail. So she's, so she's be there. there. She's, she's going to be there for a she's minute. She's going to be there for a hot minute. And um, But there was an update over on the New York Post uh, website, which they, they kind of have the beat 
on stuff like this. They got the beat. They got the beat. They got the beat. Anyway. Okay. Um, <laughs> and the beat is this particular story talks about her being, that is, Ghislaine Maxwell being under constant surveillance, which, I mean, she's in jail. But she imagine. also should be because remember what happened, what had happened when um, Jeffrey Epstein wasn't under surveillance. Exactly. Like my my response to her would be like, well, it's so obvious they're not going to take their eyes off of you, madam, because, well, you're a madam. And wow. uh, Jeffrey Epstein um, allegedly died by suicide. They're not whether he did or not, they're not taking any chances with the next in line, right? Because if you believe some of the conspiracy theories that somebody was perhaps encouraged to um, either allow him to die by suicide Mm -hmm. or murdered him, Mm -hmm. you could also imagine that the same would be true for Ghislaine Maxwell because she knows, quote, where the proverbial, Mm -hmm. not literal, bodies are buried, Mm -hmm. right? Right. So, but what's interesting about this particular story is that, um, and her attorney said this in a letter that he wrote on Monday night, Ms. Maxwell continues to be surveilled 24 hours a day by security cameras and is under constant observation by multiple prison guards. (gasps) I mean, she's in prison. Right. Quote, but here's what I found interesting. Listen to this. The defense recently learned that some of these prison guards were, in fact, BOP. I'm assuming that's Board of Paroles or something. Board of Prisons. Yeah. Prison, not parole. Prisons. Um, psychologists who were observing Ms. Maxwell and evaluating her for hours each day without her knowledge. We are aware of no other pretrial detainee receiving such treatment. I thought that was interesting because I was like, oh, that's an interesting ploy to just like, you know, say like, here's psychologists. Let's look at her on the download to see if she's in a you know good frame of mind or if she's, you know, would exhibiting. That, would that be illegal for any reason? Maybe. I don't okay. know. But I clearly they think that it at the very least is inappropriate. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, I don't know. That's fascinating to me. But I think it's fascinating in that that could be a tactic used to sort of monitor her health. And again, and it could be used for either. It could be used for either side. Right. Like if she was struggling, that might help her case a little bit. Yeah. Also, who wouldn't be struggling? Right. I mean, if even if all the things that she's all these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Let's have done or true. She obviously didn't think she was ever going to be in this place. She thought, I think, uh, it very likely that she would 
be released on on um, Bond. And you'll remember, I think that's why she bought that big ass house that mm-hmm. she was hunkered down in. Mm-hmm. That she for knew cash. she was probably for cash. That she was going to have to like, she was probably going to go to trial, and she was going to probably be arrested. But that she would then probably be allowed to go back to her little, you know, hidey hole over in New Hampshire, wherever that was, Vermont, somewhere on the East Coast, mm-hmm. Maine, um, New England, and uh, be allowed to, you know, hang out there until trial. Well, obviously, that didn't happen because she's a huge flight risk. Do you know who I would die to hear from? Like, who I desperately want to hear from? Who? Her siblings. Mm. Or like members of her yeah. family. Good call. Because I want, I'm curious, like what their read was on this relationship with Jeffrey Epstein. Yeah. Or just in general on who Ghislaine was. I mean, we know a little bit about her as a socialite and kind of what um, started her down kind of a tricky road with the death of her father. Mm-hmm. Um, and we, so we know where she intersected with Jeffrey Epstein, but she has siblings. Yeah, she has sis- uh, sisters, and they're very successful. Yes. In fact, uh, I don't know if it was the New York Times. Somebody did a piece on on the family, the sort of extended family of Ghislaine Maxwell. So, yeah, you're absolutely right. They're, those people have not been in the public eye since she has been arrested. Like, if Barbara Walters, and I know she's not... That's not... That's not going to happen. But I'm just saying, like, you know, she were if she were doing her thing, I would think she'd be trying to find them and nail them down for an interview. Who's going to do? I want somebody to do that right now. And not Dr. Phil. Yeah. Are you asking legitimately? No. Oh, no. I'm just saying I don't want Dr. Phil to be the one to do it. I mean, I would love it if Oprah got on the case. Somebody's got to interview one of them. Thank you. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we've got dumb people doing dumb things. Crazy, stupid idiots. After this on my talk, one Oh seven, one dumb people doing dumb things. We love to tell you about them on the Colleen and Bradley show. My talk, one Oh seven, one streaming live at my talk, one Oh seven, one.com. Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. And these are your crazy, stupid idiots. Well then I guess one could say, that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for crazy, stupid idiots. It sure does. Why? Well, because your world is full of crazy, stupid idiots. It's dumb people. You know, they do dumb things. And they do it over and over again, oftentimes in the state of Florida. for asking st louis or is it st louis st louis i'm gonna call it st louis um they won't like that here's what had happened a 28 year old man and a 20 now what's interesting about this is i'm gonna tell you a story and you're gonna be like this seems like a really nice story and then all of a sudden click how out of nowhere like comes yeah comes the crazy stupid idiot okay i think she's right here but whatever rude A 28-year-old man and a 27-year-old woman in St. Louis got a flat tire on Saturday at about 11.15 p.m. That's not convenient. when that happens. It's the worst. So they pulled over, and a guy walked up, and he was like, hey, do you need some help? And they were like, yeah, actually, we have a flat tire. Thank you, sir, who's walking around at 11.15 um, for helping us uh, change our tire. And he did. He helped them change their tire. Oh, that's nice. And then when he was done changing their tire, he was like, give me all your money. Oh, no. Yeah. And then 
the guy was like, oh, okay, and took his wallet out. And then the guy who changed the tire pulled out a gun and took all their money and cell phones and ran off. That's rude. I mean, very helpful, but rude. Right? They're a little bit of nice there. Well, I mean, I feel like there was like some sort of like karmic exchange happening, only it was weird. Right? Like he was like, I'm going to do something nice. In reverse. I'm going to do something nice for you, and and then I'm going to take your stuff. Yeah, maybe rob them, then fix their tire. Yeah, I don't know. Any whoosie whatsie, he's (laughs) still on the run in St. Louis. And so St. Louis police have not been able to track him down yet. Well, you okay? So here's a dumb question. I think I'm the perfect question person <laughs> to that. So <laughs> you fix their mm-hmm. flat tire. Mm-hmm. This is dumb. Think about this for a minute. You didn't think about this. Well, tell me what I didn't think about, and I'll tell you if I didn't think about <laughs> I it. I think I know where you're gonna go. Okay. His hand, his fingerprints are How all over their tire. Get away on his feet. And they had a what? Car with a tire that, that had just been fixed? Like, wouldn't you rob them before? Mm, good call. Getting their tire fixed? It's a good call. Because they could just chase you on... Well, maybe he jumped into a car? Or did you say he ran away on foot? It said he ran away on foot. Yeah, no, well, how did he do that? Maybe they were waving... He was waving the gun and they were like, oh, we best not... Yeah. You know, and maybe he took their key too That's with true. all the rest of the stuff. But why would you? Uh, it's still the the amount of effort it took to change the tire, yeah, and to make that good deed, put that effort into something else, and you might come out a little bit more ahead than you are right now. I yeah. feel like the effort that he put into changing the tire was less than the effort we just took to try Figuring to figure out. out how that all happened. True, very true. <laughs> but okay. we didn't rob anyone at gunpoint. This is so. true. This is true. We're winning. Um, winning. Okay, let's go to Florida, shall we? Oh, I think that sounds great. Wait, where were we just now? St. Louis. Oh, that, <laughs> nobody says St. Louis. It's also like when you go to San Francisco yes, and you say Frisco. Me, me in St. Louis. Yeah, it's a song. Okay, you can do so a little like soft Judy shoe to it. Said it 80 years ago. There you go, Holly. I don't care. I don't care. I don't know. I'm with Judy Garland. Are you? Yep. You will be if you're okay. not careful. You stop talking today. <laughs> okay. Crack a window. Air it out. Air it out. Okay. Now, I want to go to Pensacola because mm. I want to tell you. You know, when I was little, I thought that that's where they made Pepsi Cola. Oh, no. Pe- Pepsi Cola and Pensacola. <laughs> oh, gosh. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, I'm not very smart. No, yeah, you are. Oh, thanks, Grant. You're smart. Thanks. Your ride's here, Colleen. <laughs> Bye. Um, I want to tell you about something that happened in Pensacola. Now, be very carefully listening to the story. Okay. <laughs> so, this couple in Navarre, which must be must be near Pensacola somewhere, Navarre, they um they grew suspicious of their neighbor uh, recently. Uh-huh. Now, you might ask yourself, well, why were they? suspicious of their neighbor right well i was asking myself why were they suspicious of their neighbor thank you well their neighbor whose name is eric Strait, he's 50 years old Mm -hmm. um he likes to walk around in the nude oh he is a quote nudist neighbor Mm. so after growing suspicious and trust me i have all the questions you have as well after growing suspicious of their nudist neighbor, again, I have questions. What made you suspicious? Right? I mean, just somebody walking around doing? naked is like, you know, it's a free country. But right. still, uh, 
they were like, ooh, something doesn't smell right with this. Well. <laughs> <laughs> That's nasty. <laughs> so they I decided mean... to install a security system uh, with a camera okay. on their property to keep an eye out for the nudist neighbor. Like a ring? Exactly. Well, um, <laughs> they found some footage on their camera that's mm-hmm. going to disturb you oh, a little no. bit. Okay. You like I'm to know what he was this. caught doing on their property? Do I want to know? <laughs> yes. Because I do. Was he doing on their property? <laughs> no. Oh, no. Oh, you meant. Yeah. No, no he, was he wasn't. Not doing he that, was enjoying his own company. Nor was he doing this. Oh, okay. All right. But so what he was Tim Hortons. It was no Tim Hortons experience. Okay. Hey, little girl. What he was doing was speaking to their seven-year-old <gasps> daughter through her bedroom window. No. <laughs> oh, no. Bradley, was this the was this the video? Oh, this is different. There's a video where a father catches a guy doing this, but this oh. is different. In Florida, a guy caught. An older man no. talking to his daughter through his window like that, and they caught it on video, and it wasn't pretty. What happened no. afterwards? Yeah. Um, well, I don't know what happened, but what I do know is that they were then uh, they were smart enough to call nine one one. Yeah, good call. And um, sh- the sheriff uh, he announced that they had arrested this guy. They posted his picture, um, and the guy said uh, the. De- the sheriff said at my press conferences, sometimes I get a little heated because we discuss some really bad things, but I think today we broke a record. And we put this scumbag's picture up here, and then he showed the picture, and um, oh. the guy was booked into jail and is sitting there, uh, thank God. He said that while the guy was, oh no, he was released from custody, but he was given a restraining order, which made it illegal for him to go near the girl whose bedroom window he's accused of approaching while nude. Oh, Gross. He knows that window belonged to a seven-year-old. Oh. And if the girl's father would have come out and stomped him into a mud puddle. Yeah. Okay. okay. So it's a different video because that's what happened in the video I saw. Oh. oh. The, the father actually caught the guy by the window. And stomped him Why? into a mud puddle. Well, he did his best he could without really being aggressive. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So Oof. That's creepy. Florida is I don't like it. Yeah. How do you get a restraining order when it's next door? Like, isn't there supposed to be like a certain amount? Is it just feet? Is it or just, I don't know. Well, Apparently, it was I more than feet. Y- oh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I would say you can't be even in your house next door. To well, me. that's I think the loophole, right? Like that means he has to move. Yeah. Oh. Ooh. All right. Um. In less disgusting news, let's go to Arkansas, and we're gonna meet a seventy-eight-year-old guy. Uh, his name is Joseph Stroud, and he owns a farm in northwest Arkansas. Um, that's Arkansas, in case you're confused. Thanks for coming. You're that. welcome. Um, so here's the deal. He used to have a neighbor named Fred McKinney at the farm next door to him, and okay. they did not get along. In fact, actually, there was a lawsuit at one point, and Joseph Stroud lost. The 78-year-old Joseph Stroud with the farm, he lost. Unfortunately, um, Fred, the other neighbor, passed away about seven years ago. Oh. I know, super sad, right? Yeah. Um, But Joseph was still angry with him. He was angry with the dead guy? Yep, he was still holding a grudge. Wow, that's... Wow. For years. Okay. 
Fred's family had been finding dead animals on his grave. Oh, God. And thought maybe they just had died after eating some fake flowers that they had used to decorate the grave. But it kept I mean, happening. Animals are not that dumb, but right, interesting. Okay, but you know, I mean, I get it. Like if the, if repeatedly you keep finding this, you might be like, oh, there must be something in the area that's making them sick and making them die here. Nope. They finally were like, oh, we should get to the bottom of this because this is kind of a nuisance. Oh God! So they, um, <laughs> so they. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. I just saw a photo, uh-huh. which I hope you're getting to. So they. Um, <laughs> They got video. They decided to post some, like a gather video, like that, like the last crazy stupid idiot. Yeah. yeah. And what they found was a uh, <laughs> woman in a windbreaker continued to show up and leave these dead animals on Fred's grave. Okay. Only it wasn't a woman. <laughs> nope. <laughs> it was Joseph dressed in a windbreaker. <laughs> And a bad wig. (laughs) And what I love about this photo (laughs) is that they did a side-by-side. There are a couple of things. So they did a side-by-side of the guy, the criminal. Mm -hmm. Or not the criminal. Well, I guess, what would you call him? Vandal. Vandal. He's a vandal. Um, And they compared shoes. So they're like, oh, look at the shoes and look at the shirt. You know, they matched. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um. Do you but see he doesn't look like a lady at all. He looks like a man with <laughs> wearing a wig and a windbreaker. He looks like um, oh, what's his name? Dear Departed. Rip Taylor. Rip Taylor. He looks very. Oh, Rip he totally Taylor. does. And I do just want to point out, like he is taking COVID very seriously. Oh yeah, he's got his mask on. He's not in the store. No. On the same day, something tells me that was a disguise. <laughs> mm-hmm. But definitely at the grave. Also, well, is that like a dead armadillo dead or something? Yeah, or something? muskrat or something like that. Yeah. It's oh just my. gross. And also, what are you getting out of that? Well, I mean, true. Like he's feeding, he's feeding the I mean, beast uh, of anger inside of but him. But like, do you think he goes, "Yeah, I, I really showed that dead." Probably, guy. and that <laughs> should make you really sad, oh. right? Like that's the sad well, the part fact, of this. At the point that you find yourself. Doing drag in a cemetery with dead like, animals. That's not a good space. I mean, <laughs> that's not a good emotional it's on space. RuPaul's drag race. <laughs> he would lose. He would totally <laughs> the tip, lose. The tips aren't the tips aren't gonna be good at yeah, that No, time. no, you're not gonna get good tips at the graveyard. <laughs> I do have to tell you what my favorite part of this is, is that when like sort of accused of this, Mr. Stroud was like, No, I'm not gonna tell you it was me because it wasn't. Like, it's so obvious. Oh, God, it was an armadillo. Yeah, there's one. I mean, that was one of them. Oh, God. Yeah, it's... And his mugshot is just so delightfully sad. <laughs> oh, where he's just like, what? <laughs> yeah, that, you know, address the hate in your heart. Okay, everybody? Right. That's our lesson today in Crazy Stupid Idiots. Address the hate in your heart because you know what it's doing? It's eating you alive. It's not doing anything yeah, well, to the dead guy. It provided guy. a great segment for our show. Thank so you. For that, we <laughs> Thank are grateful. You. Also, there are better wigs. I'm just saying. <laughs> and windbreakers. It's, it's a, a wig. It's when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley <laughs> show, we're going to play a little celebrity dead or alive after this on My Talk 1071. Thank you, Holly. This is the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. 
Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. Hi. We have a little game to play today. And uh, Bradley, are you ready for it? We call it Celebrity. Yeah. How does this work, Holly? All right. So I'm going to give Colleen and Bradley the names of celebrities. They have to tell whether or not they're dead or alive. It's as simple as that. So celebrity name. Colleen and Bradley determine whether or not this celebrity is in our dimension or has left. (laughs) All right. So I love it. Colleen and Bradley, tell me whether or not this celebrity is. We are getting really good at this. Now, funny you mentioned Rip Taylor in the last segment, Bradley. He has dearly departed. But what about Rip Torn? Actor Rip Torn. Is he? What's the difference? What is the difference between a Rip Torn and a Rip Taylor? I don't know the difference. Rip Torn is a serious actor. Oh, he is? Was that his God-given name? I don't know. Rip Torn? His real name was Elmore. Elmore Torn? Oh, I don't know. I think Elmore is... Oh, no. I think he's dead. Dead. Give yourself a ding. Rip Torn? Okay, now can I Google him now? Summer. Yeah, you would recognize yes, Rip Torn. he's already from the Larry Sanders show. Oh, yeah. Oh. I'm sorry about that. He was Rip Torn from us. His ship has sailed. Here's our next celebrity. <laughs> Colleen and Bradley, please tell me whether or not this celebrity is. Okay. <laughs> our next celebrity is actress and Academy Award winner Cloris Leachman. Oh, oh I know this she's one. She's totally dead. alive. What? what? You just killed Cloris? I thought she was dead. God, uh, she's alive. Bradley is right. Oh, okay. Sorry about that, Clara. God. I'm sorry. <laughs> she's 94 years old. Yeah, she's, no, that's it's another one working. we would have spent inordinate amounts of time talking about because, you know, she's got... All sorts of connections to the things that we loved. Not mm-hmm. only Mary Tyler Moore and Rhoda, um, so there's like a hometown connection, but also Facts, Facts of, of Life. life. Mm-hmm. When she played uh, Juicy Ann Stickles. <laughs> Not Juicy, what's her name? Lucy Ann Stickles. <laughs> <laughs> but they just called on. her Juicy. <laughs> wow. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> We're trying. Now, what? Beverly Ann Stickles. Thank you. I can see how you get Beverly <laughs> and Juicy mixed up. I don't know All right. Juicy came from. Okay. Oh. <clears throat> Let's move on to our oh, next celebrity. I know what my problem was. What? What? Oh, I no. had her confused with Sandy Duncan. Who took over <laughs> She's for... not dead, is I she? Know, no, <laughs> I don't know, but she took over oh, for God. Valerie Harper on the Hogan family. Okay, now you're yeah, making well, us all, all those... sad. Yeah, because out of all of those people, Valerie, Valerie Harper actually is dead. Did she die? <laughs> Colleen! Oh. 
No, did she? Yes. Oh, man. We talked about her you know, at you guys length. You know that this is my problem. I can't. I'm terrible at remembering this stuff. Oh, my God. I, I know she was even. sick for a long time. I'm sorry. Tam- Don't start with me. <laughs> Thanks, Tamma. <laughs> She understands Should we say me. our next celebrity name? Sure. <laughs> I don't know, because, I mean, it's Colleen's just, like, but knocking Duncan them all off. But Sandy Duncan is alive, right? <laughs> what? Yes. Okay, just checking. Go Sandy on. Sandy Duncan. Sandy Duncan, Duncan yeah. Alive. She's still eating Triscuits. Yes, she's she fine. is. Mm-hmm. All right, next. <laughs> all right, Colleen and Bradley, our next celebrity is television's Batman, Adam West. He's, He's deceased. Dead. That is correct. Adam West left our dimension in 2017. Mm. Oh, and he's missed. Truly. What about TV's Robin? He's still with us, isn't he? Who was that? Yeah, Burt Ward. Who was that masked Burt man? Burt yeah, Ward? Still around. <laughs> Burt no, Ward. Oh, Burt Ward. Ward. Oh, I thought you said Burt Ward. I did too. <laughs> Burt Ward. Yeah, he's still with us. I got a case of Burt Ward. <laughs> I was like, what is that? Gotta Get freeze that. that off. Okay. Ooh. Let's do our next one. Good call. Bradley. <laughs> Dr. Ruth. Oh, oh she's Bradley. So she's totally alive. She's alive, yeah. Yeah. And kicking. Yes. And stretching. She is 92 years old. Dr. Ruth Westheimer. Still very active. Recommend a documentary about her, too. You can stream it on Hulu. Didn't she just release <laughs> a varietal of wine, too? Wow. Am I making that did up? Did she really? Yeah, what? I'm pretty sure she did. And it was like some kind of special wine that was de-alcoholized a little bit. And it was meant <laughs> to make you... I'm not kidding. Dude, what was that? It's, a low, she, it's three varietals of low-alcohol wines that wow. were meant to loosen you up just enough. Oh, God. But not too much. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm dead like serious. like a beer? Literally, it was so this that ha- you didn't fall asleep on your lover. <laughs> this happened like seven years ago. You know, it feels like yesterday. <laughs> Apparently, yet yeah, you couldn't remember if Valerie Harper died and whether Sandy Duncan was alive or Cloris oh, Leachman was alive. But you're like, this low-calorie wine, you must have been... <laughs> Check the price on this stuff, too. It was seven ninety nine a bottle. Wow, all right. Okay, next. Quite frankly, I don't give a damn. <laughs> Thank you, Tan Mom. <laughs> Let's move on to our next celebrity. Shall we? Bradley, please tell me whether or not this celebrity is... Actress alive. Pam Greer. <laughs> oh, Pam Greer is still she's alive. with us, right? Yes, she's very much oh, with us. Okay, okay, good, good. I was going to go with alive Ooh, for me... anybody because I wanted to end on a high note. Yeah, and... you don't want it to end on a sad note. Do no. we have time for one more real quick? Uh, I don't have any more. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> there, there is nobody else. <laughs> well, that was fun, Holly. Thank you for taking us on that journey. That was fun. Uh, on that note, on that cheerful note, uh, Lori and Julia are coming up next. Both of them alive, very much alive, alive. We, Colleen and Bradley, will be back tomorrow. Hopefully, thank you. still alive. Thank you for hanging out with us today, and uh, stay safe out there. All right, everybody. Okay, bye. bye.
NetApp, where dare we say in love with the cloud? And we're consumed by its epic potential. For years, we've been fine-tuning our approach. Heck, we love the cloud so much, we integrated all our data management experiences into it. NetApp makes the cloud work smarter and harder by letting you connect your data no matter where it is, access and securely manage your data, automate processes and optimize infrastructure, unlocking all your data's possibilities. Tap now or visit netapp.com slash love to see how amazing the cloud can be. Splash, splash, apply a little splash When your windshield's getting dirty Just apply a little splash When your windshield's full of grime Bugs, dirt, and snow Just use a little splash And be safe on the road Splash, splash, splash Apply a little splash When your windshield's getting dirty Just apply a little splash See safely on the road When you apply a little splash